Hey, 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 everyone, and welcome to another episode of Black Girls Keto 2. I am your host, Wendy Featherston, and I am so excited to be here with you all today. Oh my God, the last episode was phenomenal. The feedback has been amazing. I am so happy that I am in the right place at the right time doing something that I love doing, and that is encouraging you on your keto journey or just in general, right? I am excited to be doing this, and I am happier that you all are finding value. Keep the emails pouring in, keep the posts and on Facebook over in the group or the DMs, however you're reaching me, keep doing that because I read everything that you send. It really rings my bells. It makes me super happy to know that you, you know, are finding value in what I am saying, right? So, If you want to join our community, you can do so over on Facebook at, you know, facebook.com for those of you who don't know, and you can um, search the group Black Girls Keto 2. We are the group that is over 35,000 strong. Oh my God. When I looked at the stats the other day and I saw that we had reached 35,000 thousand black women and to boot we are a very active group and it's like 34,000 or I'm sorry 31,000 um people who actively participate in our sacred space right that's really big it's big to me like it's super big to me and you can find us there so please join us if you are on Facebook That's where you're going to get, you know, all of the goodness. Now, you can find this over on Instagram at blackgirls underscore keto um, two. That's blackgirls underscore keto two. That's on Instagram. That's where I post a lot of pictures of all of the yummy foods I'm making and all of those good things. And... If you have an idea for a podcast episode, or if you'd like to be a guest on our podcast, you can email me at wendy at creativelywendy.com. Again, that's wendy at creativelywendy.com. Now, we are about to jump into the this week's episode, and oh my God, y'all, it's going to be fantastic. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. What? So, ladies, ladies, this podcast has officially been hacked. It's been taken over. It's a BGKT takeover. Oh my God. By Dr. Tanya, Wendy's wonderful wife. So she <laughs> she thinks that she's gonna do the podcast. Well, guess what? She's going to be the interviewee for today's podcast and i'm going to be the interviewer so you guys stay tuned to see what i have up my sleeve um okay (laughs) y'all i guess i guess that's okay i don't know is that okay y'all it's okay they're gonna love it 
Okay. Love it, love it. Somebody else is in the hot seat. What? I'm surprised. <laughs> All righty, y'all. Stay tuned. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Dr. Tanya, Wendy's wife, and today's episode of Black Girls Keto 2 is all about Ask Wendy questions. So today- So wait, hold on. I don't get to ask the question? Oh, no, no, no. No oh, questions will God. be asked by your former host. <laughs> <laughs> and all the questions will be asked by your new host today, which is me, Dr. Tanya. So well, did I approve you these questions? Did you approve? No. And here's the here's the kicker. She has no idea what I'm going to ask her. So I have a nice little list of questions that we're going to go through and we're going to put Wendy in the hot seat and let her answer some questions. But I'm sure she will do just fabulous and we'll have a ton of fun. We're going to have way more fun. We're going to have way more fun. Oh. We always do, y'all. We always do. <laughs> okay, I'm down for this. So I, I just feel like... Um, a takeover. A, yeah. No, that's what it is. That's what takeovers feel like, honey. They feel like you've been taken over. So are you ready? I've been sideswiped, bamboozled, y'all. Hacked. Hacked? Yes, hacked. Uh, is this what Her hacking show feels has like? been hacked, Yes. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. And how many questions is it? Oh, this this we just gonna roll with it. I have a few. I have a few. We're gonna see. Just just sit back, relax, have fun. Don't be <laughs> listen to her, y'all. She all she said, I'm nervous. I'm not nervous. <laughs> all right, all right. So listen, I've been listening to the podcast, of course, and just how fabulous it is, how much I've listened to and watched the comments as well. So tell me. And tell the, your listeners what inspired you to to start Black Girls Keto too. Well, hmm. What inspired me to start Black Girls Keto too was just the fact that you know I always like to have people along with me. I like to carry people along with me. So when I Started my keto journey and you didn't join me. You were still vegetarian. Oh, now she's trying to out me. Yes, I was vegetarian for a minute for a few years. So she needed some company, y'all, on the keto journey because I wasn't down at first. She didn't, she wasn't like you didn't join me, y'all. Like, so she wouldn't join me. So I thought butter was killing you. It was killing you. I was like, oh my gosh, go ahead. But I want, I wanted, I wanted, and the, the biggest thing for me, not only wanting to have, you know, other people along the journey with me, but the biggest thing for me was because I was in other spaces, other Facebook groups, and when I would see posts, none of them really looked like me. There was one or two or three or four, and the the posts from other people who looked like me women in, in general, right? Not just black people, but women in general. I don't ever think I really saw too many black men to begin with. Um, but I didn't see people who looked like me. And when I looked at their results, they looked like they had really great results, but they were lacking curves. They were lacking they were they 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 were lacking. And the biggest thing was when I saw that food 
oh my goodness. I was like, well, I'm not sure if I can do this because when they post like their food just doesn't look like something I would eat. It was bland looking. It looked dry. It looked dry. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Like I was like, "Mm, no, I'm not sure. Now I got with the bacon and butter, right? I was going to say it looked dry even with all that butter on it. Yeah. Like, you know, bacon is your like, uh, uh, beyond me, your bacon is your second best friend. (laughs) So... (laughs) It is, but it didn't have that soul to it. It didn't that, have that soul. No, right, well, you know, because we don't just eat anything. So. Like I didn't know that you could eat collard greens or anything like that. I didn't know that you know string beans and neck bones was keto right, approved. Right. All right. I saw, so you're going back to yeah, your roots now to, to my and neck yes, bones, right? Like what my mother and my grandmother used to cook. I didn't know, and I was like, so you just eating meat and salad and. Some steamed vegetables with butter on them. Okay, that's nice, right? That you can have butter. But it just didn't really appeal to me in such a way that I could figure out for it to be long-term. Okay. And so I was like, eh, I don't know. So I created Black Girls Keto too. Okay. A space for us to share recipes, our journeys, um, motivate, celebrate, encourage each other. So that's why, y'all, I started Black Girls Keto too. Okay. So, and you know, you always say I don't have a sense of time. So what, how long has Black Girls Keto 2 been officially up? Officially two years. Okay. Officially two years. We made two years in November. November. Okay. Yep. So in those two years, um, what's one thing that BGKT has done for somebody in the tribe that you didn't expect. So a surprising something that has a benefit or something that it's done for someone in the tribe that was maybe something you didn't expect when you started it. Well, (laughs) I really didn't expect the sisterhood the friendships that I personally have um, made through Black Girls Keto too, I didn't expect the connection, right? So you you know how how everyone always says, you know, black. You, y'all know the stigma that mm-hmm. you know black women can't, can't all get, 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 get together, together and get along. There's always going to be some drama. Always, right? right? And 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 that's not the case in our space. It's not the case. It's not the case. And so, you know, I always pride myself. Like when I'm talking to you, I always say we are defying odds. We are breaking stereotypes. Right. You know. And so. That's one thing, the friendships, like I, Donna and Athena and um, Denitra and, uh, um, oh my God, Stacy. You know, it's just like lots of people that I got to connect with, Arcany, that are some people, like the young lady who we met at the conference we were at in D.C. Oh, right, right, And right. listen, yeah, y'all. Conference famous, y'all. It was... <laughs> More of my type of conference, and we were doing an educational conference, 
and this young lady comes up and is like, oh my God, it's Wendy, it's Wendy. I'm like, well, what is this? What she mean is Wendy, it's Wendy. <laughs> and then she was like, I know you, I'm a part of BGKT. I'm like, okay, now she's famous, just on the street famous with it. Yeah. And so that was that was that was amazing <laughs> to be able to meet her. She wanted to hug me um and to thank me for the space, you know, for creating the space and how much tell told me how much she's learned and all of those things. So that was fun. Um, the other thing is the when women, because women are, you know, black women are taking their health back into their own hands and we're being our own advocates, right? And you know, people are coming off of medication. Like I didn't expect any of that. Oh, yeah, like with big. Rosalind mm -hmm. um coming off of all of her meds, you know, she's no longer pre-diabetic. She's no longer on high blood pressure. She's no longer um, taking rheumatoid arthritis medication, you know, for um, Athena, you know, just being able to shift her mindset around her body image and things like that. It, it, it Like, mm -hmm. you know, and people are healing themselves and you know people are like having babies that couldn't have babies because of PCOS and all of those mm -hmm. things like like it amazes me that the space is 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 there and it's a space where we as black women get to celebrate one another and that's the biggest thing for me the biggest um unexpected thing if you will, since that's what you asked, mm -hmm. okay. is, is, is that every time I log in to the group and I see, you know, a post where somebody posts a before and after and they get, you know, there's hundreds of comments and reactions and you ghost this and you 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 keep going or when someone say they can't make it you can do it is is that that push you know cheering that cheering on. each other on that you know like really and even others connecting on their own outside of the group which is cool and the other thing is you know family members are um, inviting other people oh, to, okay. you know sharing. other family members I just saw the other day someone posting um her cousin said hey cuz you finally joined thanks like you know that type of thing so for me that has been the biggest takeaway the sisterhood the sisterhood has been the biggest takeaway okay awesome and I definitely think the just the what you said about it's so much more or it's grown to be so much more than just releasing weight but it's like people are really having major medical enhancements in their lives and really um just becoming much more healthy so that's pretty cool too it is all right all right so and y'all i'm taking over somebody's podcast and then i don't even know the format so should we break for uh something a commercial we just keep rolling we, we, we yeah. keep rolling all right i got plenty of questions so let's see what is your because you cook a lot so you cook a <laughs> lot of things i have so much goodness over here y'all um but so you cook a lot and you create a lot of things so what's your favorite keto meal wow my favorite keto meal just one 
Yeah, just like your what's the top of the list favorite keto meal? I want to say that lasagna I made yesterday. Oh, but... it was really good last night, Jerome. <laughs> but my favorite, oh my God, over the course of these last two years, I have cooked a lot of stuff. And I think I feel like Jacob's ladder. Every round gets high, goes higher mm-hmm. and higher. Um, but one of my favorite meals is smoked neck bones and string beans. <laughs> okay. It just I is. thought it was gonna be something complex. Like she's like, no, smoked neck bones smoke and string neck beans. Smoked neck bones and string beans. You know that was my jam. Well, yes. Prior to Prior keto, to keto. That was your favorite meal, and it still is. But you feel like, you know, before keto, I felt like, you know, I couldn't eat too many neck bones because then it was unhealthy for you or whatever. Right, right. But now that I know that it's not, I get to eat smoked neck bones and be a good, and okay. I'm okay. So the rest of my mind, I think that's, oh my God. If, well, let, let me flip the question a little bit and give you a little bit, <laughs> a few seconds to think about it. So in this, I know that one of the things I picked up from you very early in our um, adopting this way of eating was that I didn't have to miss out on stuff because you could ketofy those things. So there would be things where I'm like, oh, Lord, I can't do it out my cornbread. Oh, Lord, I can't do it out this. <laughs> so, you know, she was like, oh, OK, well, we can find keto cornbread like we can make keto. So then I was like, oh, you could just keto find stuff and then you can still have the things that you want. So that's been like the highlight for me. And that's why you jumped in. I don't have to miss out on things and I don't feel deprived. So in your, and I know I see you every day in the kitchen, keto fying something and, you know, making it so that it's something that we can have if it's something that we desire. So in all of your keto fying things, what's a favorite thing that you've keto fied? Like where you took it from the regular, maybe it had wheat flour or whatever, and you keto fied it and used, um, now I'm dropping my little knowledge that I have. (laughs) You used either almond flour or lupin flour or whatever. Like, is there something that is your favorite thing that you keto fight? So one of the things that I do, a lot of people always ask me to post the recipes and my wife, who is my pusher, if you will, <laughs> my guide. Always cheering <laughs> her on and guiding her. But, but in creating um, the cookbooks for the cookbooks of the, of the month club, it's, I don't generally, and you know this, cook with recipes. And she's always like, right. did you write that down? Did you write that down? People need a recipe because everybody ain't, I'm not like her, y'all. I need some instructions. I'm a very orderly person. And I'm like, listen, I need some instructions. I don't have those kind of cooking skills. So I feel y'all, I'm, I'm cheering for those of us that don't have those cooking skills like that. Well, I, so, so, so it really is y'all. It's not that I don't care about you. Those of us that don't cook well. (laughs) Cook well. But I really do here staying in the kitchen. And I really do feel the presence of my grandmother. I really do feel the presence of my mom. Um, And and all the ancestors that come and say just a little bit more that my thing is being a trained chef, um, going to culinary school and all. I, I, you know, you cook with love, right? So mm-hmm, you cook yeah. with love. And so that's the thing. So what was the question? I forget. <laughs> What's your favorite thing that you keto fied, that you flipped, 
and made took from regular to keto barbecue sauce oh okay um that's true because that's sweet baby rays y'all i was gonna miss that <laughs> i was like listen i'm right i can't have barbecue sauce what you mean but then when she made it made her own version of the barbecue sauce yeah that's a good one barbecue sauce is and it's really simple things for me um the keto cornbread oh yeah and it's fabulous and i've if i've taken um several different tries you know right using different ingredients. like with the last recipe that i put into the cookbook that was that's the recipe mm-hmm. where i add a little sour cream to it like right, right. you know um and letting it sit that's what you had to learn that you just can't make it mm-hmm. um you know mix it and then mix pour it, and it. Bake it right like jiffy bread mix <laughs> it and bake it mix <laughs> it and bake it. no no you know even when we were using jiffy i let it sit that's true y'all see lots of things sit around it rests they, they gotta rest <laughs> everything oh, i have never seen such lazy food that's always got to rest <laughs> tanya this needs to rest oh it just came out the oven it's gotta rest what is it resting from was it running around in the oven when it was in there why is it resting listen but yeah I, it's a chef thing i guess but I never let my food rest. This <laughs> I cook it and then I eat. Listen, it. y'all, the food has to rest, right? So, like, if you're taking meat out of a pan <gasps> or chicken out of an oven or whatever meats or even um, bakers have to rest, mm-hmm. especially chocolate here- chip cookies should not be resting. Well, brownies should not rest. Well, the deal is you know, they're not tired, they girl. Not I'm playing with you. The deal is with. With keto baked goods because of the flour. So you know how when you touch those cookies, they break up when they hot? Oh, yes. And uh-huh, <laughs> they just crumble. So they with almond flour, with, with baked goods that's baked with almond flour, they have to rest and cool, if you will. That's the same thing as your grandma used to say. Let that cake cool before you cut it so it won't fall all to pieces. Okay. So your grandmother didn't say rest. She said let it cool. Well, that is true. So it's resting. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So you (laughs) you had to let things rest. But so my favorite was the barbecue sauce. And remember when I made that keto um, Kentucky butter pound cake? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. We might need one of those sometime soon. (laughs) (laughs) That was one of my, to be able to make a cake. It's funny because I would make many cakes now because that can be a whole cake. You don't need a whole whole cake. But that was one of my favorites to to do. So... Again, I know you're always in the kitchen mixing and matching and keto-fying various things. Um, what would you say was your biggest keto flop when you were trying something new? So what just totally flop? We're like, wah, wah. It was a flop. <laughs> so you just recently, those keto's coconut cookies that I made um, right before the holidays. Oh, yes. We were trying to make Christmas cookies. Yeah, that was a big flop. That was a really big flop. They, because I I was testing a recipe and I was testing using lupin flour and coconut flour and not a lot of almond, right? I didn't want to use a lot of almond flour. Well, that coconut flour, it wasn't even, did I do use lupin? I think it was just lupin and coconut. Yeah, I think so. And it was a lot of coke. It was very coconutty, but it was dry. Crumbly. They yeah, were very. Really it was just dry. So whatever 
um, moisture was in <laughs> as it sat. It ran out. The it, <laughs> it ran, honey. <laughs> it was horrible. Those cookies were horrible. So that was one. And what else did it flop? I, I mean, a lot of things flop. And I do post some f- stuff that flops. You know, I do. But it was, I can't remember what it was, but there was something I remember you saying you posted that it was horrible. And you're like, I will never do that again. And I can't remember now. Oh, my goodness. The, the first keto um, biscuits. Remember them? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were. Yeah, I do remember Yeah, them. they were. Um, <laughs> they were hor- horrible. What else? I mean, a lot of things flop. And I think the thing about it is, is that, and I'll post more um, of the flop things that flop. In my mind, I just want to um, go ahead and move on and try it again. Move on from the bloopers. Well, no, I just want to try again. Right. So, but the one thing I will say um, to everyone, you will never know how something will turn out unless you try it. If right. you never try it, then you'll never know if you can make it or how it tastes, right? right? Or just knowing that you might have to make it more than once. Yeah, so if you only make it that one time and then it's horrible, don't assume that it's always going to taste that way. You just got to tweak something. To make it work and for then you. Make it well, work you for know you. how I'm in the kitchen always. People think that these recipes um, for this cookbook is just like magic. And it's right. not. It's 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 a combination of trial and error trial and error some things taste better you know once they sit or some things not Mm -hmm. so much or just like you said a little bit of tweaking um knowing that lupin flour even though i love it it still has a grainy taste so like when i made the um the pork chops the smothered pork chops Mm-hmm. And I fried them in lupin flour first to give them so, somewhat of a, a crunch. And the crunch was there until I put them into the gravy. And it, the lupin flour is a little dry itself too, but it is, it's, it's, it's powdery. Yes. You remember? So that the gravy, mm-hmm. it was good. But it was powdery. <laughs> and it had like this powdery like consistency on your tongue. So that was off-putting to me. So that's why I haven't posted the recipe okay. for... Until you try it, tweak it a little more. Yeah, for the um, pork chops. Now, I post them because I've made them. And I want everyone to know, especially those queens that follow me on Instagram and that's in the group. When you ask for a recipe and I say there is none, there really isn't at that moment. And so most things I will, you know, work a recipe out for because the um tyrant over here has me doing <laughs> that. But it, it takes time, you know, and I'm I, you know, it takes practice, it takes testing to you know, lots of testing of, of the thing that you're trying to prepare. So yeah. Okay. All right. So you ready for some more questions? Sure. All right. So since we're talking about food and making keto meals, if you could have a keto dinner with any four people, alive or dead, who would you invite and why? Who would be at the keto supper? So will I be preparing this dinner for them? 
Yes. So you're preparing the dinner and then, you know, you're partaking in conversation with the, but what four people, any four people in existence ever that you could have a keto meal with, who would you invite and why those four? First person is Oprah. Oh, okay. All right. One, because Oprah likes to eat. Yes. (laughs) Yes. She is a connoisseur of good food. Right. (laughs) Oprah likes to eat. Right. So definitely her. And I would love to, to just sit down and have 20 to 30 minutes with Oprah, honey. I get my whole entire life um, in order, period. Um, The second person would be Erica Badu. Okay. I just love Erica's energy and her, you know, me and Erica, like we on the same plane and spiritual journey and things like that. So I, Erica Badu. Um, who next? So you got two more spots at the table. Hmm. Will Smith. Oh, Will Smith. Will Smith is cool, right? One, he's a a, a Philadelphian. Shout out to Philly. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I think he's very smart. Mm -hmm. I think he's very smart and he's, um, done a lot of things he's a great entrepreneur um you know so so you know that's who we are mm-hmm. um right. having conversation and oprah like will smith I, you know and even erica yeah, right yeah. Mm-hmm. so it, it would be a table full of entrepreneurs i i guess and the last person would be my grandmother oh okay i would love for her to sit and one, eat my food. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and my mom. So that's five people. Okay. <laughs> but, but my, you know, but have them at the table to see that some of the recipes and the things that they used to cook, um, that I cook and I cook well, even though I put my own spin on them, mm-hmm. um, and that it's healthy. Okay. All so, right. Yeah. So you have Oprah, Will Smith, Erica Badu grandma or nanny (laughs) and your mom at the table so what keto meal are you gonna make them hmm so because oprah (laughs) likes bread Mm -hmm. i would make her some keto biscuits okay because oprah likes bread Mm -hmm. and erica badu i believe she is a non-meat eater, I believe. I'm not sure, but I believe. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would have um, a cacophony of vegetables for her. Mm-hmm. Your famous roasted vegetables. Yes. She, she boy, <laughs> let me tell you something. People, that's going to be an A cookbook at some point. But, and it's simple. It's not that complex. So we can all do it because I can do it. But Wendy makes these um, oven roasted vegetables where it's like broccoli, zucchini, squash, onions. Oh, my gosh. Mushrooms. Mushrooms. It is to die for. But, yeah. So, Erica would love that, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there will be roasted vegetables. Okay. Um, Bread, roasted vegetables. What meat? What ribs? Ribs. My okay. rib yeah. that I cooked on the grill right. with my my famous spice rub. Okay, I've taken my spice rub that I created um, 
years ago and it was non-keto and not keto fight it. So so it would definitely be ribs because, mm-hmm. you know, they were just licking their fingers, mm-hmm. honey. <laughs> it might make a, a vegan eat a rib. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, ribs and collie mac and cheese. Oh, okay. Yeah, you make a good collie mac and cheese or faux mac and cheese. Faux mac and cheese, babe. Okay. And I would mix them a cocktail, a keto cocktail. For sure, I have a signature cocktail. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right, so, all right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, so, since we're in a new decade, mm-hmm. and so, you know, everybody's talking about the new decade, 2020. What's something um, that you're excited about in 2020? What excites you about this next decade? Or just 2020 itself for this year? Everything. Okay. (laughs) Everything. Like the excitement and the energy around this year and what it means numerically, what it means um, astrologically. I'm like, why can't I say it? Astrologically, what it means um, just in terms of a new decade is really significant. Um, the number four, two, two plus two is four. A four year is really um, amazing. And plus I'm on a two year myself. So I'm excited about that. <laughs> so, okay. no, I'm so on a three any- year. I'm sorry. I'm on a three year. You're on a two year. Um, I'm excited about all of the, the, shifting that is going to take place for me business-wise for me um health-wise I'm just excited I'm excited about everything when I say everything I really do mean everything I'm excited that I'll be able to help more women and I really am just excited it's just like sheer excitement 2020 and 2019 was phenomenal for for me um, and 2020, you know, you're even better. It's just, you listen, like you can't get, you gotta go up. Oh yeah. Level uh, up. Level up. Right. <laughs> so yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break and then we'll come back. So stay tuned y'all. We got to take a break. And she would say, Hey, Hey, Hey everyone. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Dr. Tanya Takeover Part 2, and Wendy is still here. Hey! In the hot seat. <laughs> I'm sweating to y'all, like, for real. She's sweating, drinking water, and everything. <laughs> so, um, but before we took our little break, we were talking about 2020, mm-hmm. and you said you were excited about everything um, that has to do with the 2020, just the year and the decade itself. So, is there uh, what's what exciting things are happening specifically with Black Girls Keto Two in twenty twenty? Oh my you goodness! You got some good stuff up your sleeves. You got the good good for the people. I what's got the happening? good good. I got the good good. Wow! So, what is happening? A lot. Okay. <laughs> Enlighten them and me, because I, <laughs> but you know, I don't always know what's going on either. So, so we have the retreat coming up um, this summer. Hmm. And we're still working on location, but either Florida or North Carolina. 
Okay. So um, we're East Coast. On the beach. Yeah. And so we have the retreat, our second one. Yeah. The first one was so powerful. Fantastic. It was so amazing. And so we have the cruise coming up. Oh, yes. That's a new thing. Oh, yeah. And we're cruising to Belize and um, Costa Maya, Mexico. And we will be leaving from Miami. And we're going to have a party in Miami. Yes. So I'm excited about that. And more cookbooks and more podcasts and more things. It's just. Okay. And I'm still creating as I go. All right. So yeah, I I love the fact that I get to do this. Like this is a cool part of my brand um, that I get to help people. Like okay. a really cool part. So I'm excited. I'm just excited about the connection with people. And the biggest thing, well, it's not the biggest thing, but one of the biggest things, they all big, right? They're all big. <laughs> but I want to do a couple of keto pop-ups oh. where we have like a dinner. I prepared a dinner. You all get to come and we get to eat and, you know, socialize, have a, a few vendors. You know, because I know there are other entrepreneurs in the group, mm-hmm. you know, and just all us, right? Doing it all for us. So that's something, you know, that I have my manager working on. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's a hint, y'all. She dropping hints to yeah. me. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm excited about that because, you know, I love the virtual piece, right? Because I get to connect with a lot of different people. Um you know, but it's virtual. Now, the other thing that we have going on is the um, keto group coaching. You know how I love that when mm-hmm. we first um, started. And so that started back up last week and we meet every other Tuesday and Thursday. So one meeting a month, um, I mean, four meetings a month, once a week. And I get to see you. You get to see me. We get to talk to each other so we can communicate one with another. And so we do that um, via Zoom and we have a really good time. So, you know, it's the connection. I I like the connection with um, everyone, even though virtual is great. Connecting is so much better. Okay. All right. So... Um, you know how you often get asked questions. Well, if you had a superpower, what would it be? Uh, I'm a believer that we do have superpowers, that we currently have them. So as the the wonderful Queen Wendy that you are, what would you say your superpower is? What's your what's your jam? What's the thing that Wendy does better than any other? Hmm. Let me think. Very briefly. Do, 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 do. We don't need any dead airspace, no. <laughs> so, I think that my superpower would be the ability to rally people together. Okay. The ability to bring people together. Think of me as the bridge, so to speak, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I could I could agree with that with a, a Facebook group of 30,000 people, 30-some thousand. 
Um, <laughs> that's a heck of a lot of women um, all in a Facebook group. So I can see that. So kind of the gatherer. Yeah. You, yeah. And I, I have so yourself. much fun to do doing it. Yeah. It's, it's fun. All of this is fun for me. And that's the one thing that I would add um, to all of you that when, you know, if your keto journey isn't fun, if this lifestyle isn't fun, you really should think about um, what you're doing and making it be fun Um, because you won't, it won't be sustainable, right? It won't last if it's not fun and it's, you're able to eat really delicious food. So you should be having fun doing it. And so I, I have lots of fun um, talking and going live in a group and recording this podcast. Like this is my jam. This is my jam and encouraging people. I am an encourager of people, uplifting them. I'm an uplifter. And I I love being able to help women to transform them, their lives, their mindsets, to, you know, cheering them on to be their best selves. Okay. That really, it really rings my bell. So I would say that is my superpower. Right. Would you agree? Yes, I would agree. I would agree. All right. So we're going to do like a rapid fire round. I'm just going to fire. It's going to be a this or that kind of a thing. So you get to choose one or the other. I'm just going to fire off like a few things. And you get to just tell us which one you would prefer. Okay. These things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Cookie. Or cake? Cake. Strawberry, blackberry? Strawberries. Seeds for blackberries get in your teeth. (laughs) Coffee or tea? Tea. Always. I think I was English in another life. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Hot or cold? Temperature? Yes. Hot. (laughs) Always hot. Okay. Um, so that's, so I'm, I'm assuming that's climate. Yes. Hot or cold food? Um, hot. Okay. So hot, just hot all around? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, virtual or in person? In person. Uh, beach or forest? Beach. (laughs) (laughs) Always. That was a loaded question. It was. I knew what she was going to say. Um... I'm trying to think. Now I ran out of questions. That's all my, that's my rapid fire. <laughs> that's, your, that's it for it's, it. It's fine. So one last question, and then I will complete the takeover. The takeover will be over. So out of the two years that you are plus, that you have had the keto way of eating, what would you sh- say, or what would you share with us is the biggest lesson that you've learned personally? since um adopting a keto way of eating the biggest lesson that i've learned since adopting the ketogenic way of eating is to be gentle with yourself mm. because 
I know all my life, <laughs> all my adult life, as I was trying to release weight in one way or another, um, <laughs> the, the, um, I was always hard on myself, mm-hmm. you know, and as black women, we are always our own worst enemies. We are so judgmental of ourselves and our bodies. We are, we always have negative chatter in our heads. We, you know, never really feel like we measure up. Right. You know, and so I've learned over the course of the last two years to be gentle with myself, to see myself through kinder eyes, to celebrate everything, even when we have mess ups. And you know how I do about the food. I don't get mad about it. I'll be like, all right, you know, I figure out and find what's good about it. Mm -hmm. So like you said, with those cookies, they were very coconutty. So that's a good thing. So we know we like the coconut flavor, right? But you know, you just tweak it and know that, um, I, I learned that everything doesn't have to be my be all end all. Mm-hmm. Right. And that I get to change or shift at any moment, mm-hmm. at any given moment. I, I, I'm in control. And I, and that's the biggest, that's another, another takeaway was that I control what I eat. I, I, I'm no longer controlled by food. I'm no longer um, a slave to food, if you will. You know, it, it's not something that I live for. You know how when we would travel prior to keto, how we, I, I like, I used to, it was my mantra, whenever we traveled, no matter where we went, I saw the world through the eyes of food. Right. I always sought out to figure out what the different cultures ate. You know, we never stayed local. We always um, would go off the beaten path, but we were going off that beaten path to find some food, to see what other people eat, the the local foods or whatever. But, you know, that's not a big thing for me anymore. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I don't see the world through the eyes of food anymore. You know, I, I see the world through different lenses now or a different lens. And I'm excited that I'm in control of what I eat, when I eat, how much of what I eat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in control. So that really makes me happy. It really rings my bells. All right. Well, I, the the takeover is complete. It's complete. It's complete. (laughs) I had way more fun. I hope you had way more fun. I did. Thank Um, you. Yeah. And who knows when this might happen again. I'll just come into the, um, the craft, uh, haven and (laughs) take over the podcast. So, well, it has been a pleasure y'all, um, having Dr. Tanya come and interview me. I never thought I would be on this end of the microphone. (laughs) I never thought that, but I think it was really cool. So thank you. 
Um, for thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> about doing it being creative next your- time she wasn't looking at me that way in the beginning though y'all <laughs> next time i'm gonna ask you to give me a little notice oh okay okay <laughs> okay uh, a pre a prescribed takeover a planned takeover is that what, what you what would it for? be a takeover then okay uh, yeah it's not a takeover if you know <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all i want y'all to let me know how um you like the takeover and if you would like Dr. Tanya to come on the show again. <laughs> I'd love to come back. And we would love to have you. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, y'all stay tuned for um our closing and we'll be right back. <laughs> All right, ladies, I am back and OMG, I had so much fun um, with the show being hacked or taken over by my wife, <laughs> Dr. Tanya. It, um, it was great being able to share some of those things with you. I never would have thought about talking about most of that stuff (laughs) on here so thank you thank you thank you thank you for um coming on and being a part and lending your energy to this space as well so I appreciate you Dr. Tanya and you know thank you thank you thank you so ladies you can find us if you are new to us and you are not a part of this amazing sisterhood that you just heard us talk about and you know if you're not a part and you should be but if you're not go on over to facebook and join us at black girls keto too you can follow us on instagram at Black girls underscore keto too. And if you have any questions or comments about this episode, you can leave them on the podcast links. I definitely um, read them. You can email me at wendy at creativelywendy.com. You can um, private message me, DM me. You know, however, you you can even send a smoke signal or carry a pigeon. I just would love to hear from you. It really does make my day when I get messages um, letting me know that you enjoyed the podcast or if you, you know, ideas and things like that. And again, I'm always looking for queens who are on their keto journeys and have found some success Um, with either meal prepping or whatever your jam is, right, that you have mastered for your keto journey and you would like to share it with others, there is a space for you. There is a space for you. And I'm offering you an opportunity to be a part of um, the Black Girls Keto 2 movement because, y'all, we are a movement. You heard me. We are a movement. 
And um, I would love for you to share your energy in this space. So until next week, have a great week on purpose. Thank you.